Welcome, friends, to another conversation here on the Star City Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Smith, and today we're going to pick up where we left off last week with an interesting discussion about planting churches to reach college students right where they live. Our guests are Dr. John Brock and Alan Tate. They are the leaders of a ministry called the Well Church Network, and you can find out more about their ministry by typing in your web browser as one word, wellchurchnetwork.com. That's W-E-L-L churchnetwork.com. And now let's pick up where we left off last week in our conversation with Dr. John Brock and Alan Tate. Let me kind of kind of recap where this ministry, how it got started. John, you you came to uh, Highlands Baptist Church in what year? Uh, was it 2000 and, um, 2001. 2001. Uh, wow, what a year to make a transition. So you go to you go to uh, Highlands. They already have a relationship. And and again, would you tell tell everyone the name of the college that uh, the well it began at? Yeah, it began here here at uh, the University of North Alabama. Okay, the University of North Alabama. Uh, you've been there. You get your feet on the ground, and God begins to work in your heart through the well, which was a Tuesday night only uh, worship service for the college student ministry. Uh, you bring Alan in in 2010. Alan, you take four years working with John and and others there in Highland to begin to really solidify that ministry and and uh, bring in even a, a healthier direction and more of discipleship, more structure to the ministry, uh, and and it begins to grow in, in not just numerically but in spiritual depth and maturity with those that are being drawn to it and and are growing up in it. But here's the question. When did both of you first begin to realize that the ministry of the well uh, might be something that God would want to use beyond your own local church and, and this one college campus? Um, what changed, and what was it like to launch the second well campus? Well, Brian, it, it really began when our church, uh, the sort of the, the seeds were planted when our church uh, took on another local church campus here, and it became it became our Broadway Fellowship campus, and we began to revitalize the church that had pretty much died. And so it gave our church a heart for church planting, church revitalization, and really God just did an incredible work in the heart of our church family about that, and that paved the way for the next con- next level conversations about the well. So in 2015. Um, Alan had really developed a deeper burden for what needed to be next with the well, uh, the ministry called the well. Uh, at that point, it was still just a, a ministry of our local church, just our college ministry. Um, and there were some things that we were seeing that we were not comfortable with and, and what we were producing out of that ministry in terms of their love for the church. And so uh, Alan just sent me a text one day and we laugh about it. We actually still have screenshots of the text. And the text message that he sent me was, you know, what about this or consider this, the Well Church Florence, campus of Highland Baptist Church. And uh, Brian, you know me, I, I'm, I tend to be fairly straight, straight shooter when I comment about things. And so my response to him to that text was, uh, dot, 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 no. <laughs> and for me, that's where the conversation ended, but he knew that wouldn't be where it ended. He's known me well enough and long enough and been my right hand enough that that he knows knew that wouldn't wasn't where the conversation would end so we talked about it some more 
and God just birthed, and I'll let him say more about that, but just a, a different kind of vision for how we re- not only reach college students off of the campus with the gospel, but how we teach them to not only love Jesus, but love his church. And that really was what was behind that transition. And then from there, it grew to the other campuses. I'll let Alan say just a word about that vision that God birthed in his heart about that. Yeah, Brian, I wish I could say that we were smart enough from the very beginning to have this well-thought-out vision of multiplication on multiple in multiple cities. But the truth of the matter is uh, there was just a burden that I, I, at the end of 2014, just beginning to look back at four years of ministry and those first students that have come through all the way from freshman to senior year, and they're graduating and they're moving, uh, and I'm watching them just just flounder in the real world, so to speak, and and not connecting with local churches wherever they move to, um, and and that was one of those moments where there was just the the gut punch in that realization that we were teaching students in their four years here to love our ministry, we weren't teaching them to love the church, love their local church. Um, and, and as I begin to just look at the numbers, uh, you know, we would have um, a significant number of students here on Tuesday night. And then we would have, you know, once the semester kind of settled in, somewhere between 10 and 20 percent of them would would be here on Sunday morning or somewhere else on Sunday morning. Um, and so um, that burden uh, ultimately manifested in that conversation with John where we, we began that. to to talk about what this could look like. Uh, And then as we began to talk and began to dream, uh, the Lord just continued to show us more of, you know, what does this look like if, if we do something pretty radical here in Florence, that we can also multiply in other areas. Because at the same time, we knew that at that time in 2014, 2015, there was about 350,000 college students in Alabama and 12 full-time, uh, positions in local Southern Baptist churches uh, as, as college pastors. And so the majority of those were in Tuscaloosa and Auburn and, and Birmingham. And so we have a lot of universities and a lot of students that are just under engaged by the local church. And so God kind of brought those two burdens together as we began dreaming about what was next. Wow, that's really interesting that uh, you began, both of you began to see and realize that that uh, the traditional uh, Christian college ministry just had a very limited engagement and thus impact with making disciples. And so then it sounds like, if I'm hearing you right, Alan, that, that you decided, well, why don't we just plan a church and plan a college church that they can connect with and begin to grow as disciples, understanding what it means to be a faithful, supportive, and and healthy and holy member of a local uh, body and bride of Jesus. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly right. Um, that that was uh, certainly ultimately where we landed as as the conversations continued over time, and as we talked with with other folks as well. Uh, in, in the Midwest and in the Northwest that had been doing it for 10 or 15 years prior to, to us even considering it. Because um, truthfully, we knew no one at the time uh, doing anything like that, had, had never heard the term collegiate church planting and really didn't even know what that meant when we heard it the first time. Um, but ultimately, in, in our context, we kind of settled with, you know, if we're going to do this, if we're going to plant churches, 
uh, if we're going to plant collegiate uh, churches, what we mean by that is we want to plant churches whose missional heartbeat, the tip of the missional sphere, is the university campus in its backyard. Alan's had an interesting way of saying, Brian, and, and this is this is his statement, but uh, he's always said that churches, most churches, ask the wrong questions. They want to know how we can get college students to come to our church instead of how we can reach college students with the gospel. And it just became for us, this is the most effective way we found to actually reach college students on university campuses with the gospel. That is a great, great way of thinking about it, and, and I think much more in keeping with uh, with what God tells us in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, uh, concerning the church's great commission. It is about getting the gospel to others, not convincing others to come to church to hear the gospel. Uh, not not that the second isn't important, but it certainly shouldn't be our priority game plan when it comes to our mission vision as as evangelical uh, Christians, churches, and and pastors. Well, let me ask you this question, guys: has um, has the well expanded its ministry partnerships, or is Highland Baptist Church still shouldering the entire load for the ministry? Are any other ministry mission organizations or churches coming together with you to 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 share this vision, this dream, and partner with you in planting collegiate uh, churches on different college university campuses? Yeah, so that's that's been the really exciting thing over the course of the last four and a half to five years is we've seen those partnerships really begin to expand and flourish. So not only with um, with some partnerships here locally and in, in, in our state with the Alabama State Board of Missions, uh, who have come alongside us in, in the plants, not, not just here in Florence, but in Huntsville in 2017 and then in Tuscaloosa in 2021, uh, they've been a significant part of helping and, and supporting. Um, but uh, right now, uh, we've got uh, over 30 other churches in some form of partnership with us, whether that's financial or uh, most of them are, are in financial partnership with either our churches or some of our staff members in, in some uh, fundraising efforts or uh, just in the uh, along the well network side as well, which is the which has become the planting arm uh, in the, the whole process. So that's yeah, that's been an unbelievable blessing is that. Uh, we've we've been able to rally an army mm. around this around this vision. How many college campuses uh, is the well on or working towards being on right now? You're you're already breaking ground to launch another uh, college church, or you're already on a college campus at present. So we're currently on three campuses uh, here in Florence. Uh, we're in Huntsville, Alabama, at the University of Alabama Huntsville. Um, we're at our state's flagship school in Tuscaloosa, the University of Alabama. Um, and then we have a church planter in residence that'll be with us another month and a half uh, before he and his family move to Jacksonville, Alabama, uh, and they'll plant there in Jacksonville towards um, Jacksonville State University. Yeah, that's an important part of your vision. You're actually training uh, other pastors to take these other college churches right there uh, at, at Highlands and bringing them on board with your staff to encourage them and instruct them before you commission them and send them out, don't you? Right now, Brian, we've actually, he, he just mentioned the one resident that will finish up in a month and a half and move to Jacksonville, but we also have the the next one up, the fifth planter who has just come in January in residency with us. And so we, we've developed a, a leadership pipeline. We're developing a, a residency 
ministry residency program where they they basically come in and just for a year and a half they engage in ministry here they learn from alan they set their uh their plan and and god leads them to discern which campus he wants them to serve on and then we send them out when their residency is up to plant okay okay wonderful well, what is the what is the long term mission vision for the well? Um, how where are you where is God? Do you believe taking this ministry? Well, we we were sort of pushed and challenged at a collegiate ministry conference uh, through our North American Mission Board a few years ago, and we were pushed to really think big and to and to, to dream and to be consider what God might want us to do, and really the the these numbers, this vision I'm going to tell you about really God birthed in Alan's heart uh, more so than in mine in terms of specific specifics. Um, but it's our vision. It's our, our heart desire that God lets us plant at least 16 churches on or near university campuses around the Southeast by 2026. Mm. Wow. That's exciting. It's going to be a busy next few years. <laughs> yeah, it is. And Alan referenced something a minute ago, just kind of in passing that's happened in the last 12 months. Uh, we have actually, because of the demands of this ministry and the, the size of the vision God has given us, uh, we've actually launched the Well Network, which is just is a, is a ministry arm still of our church, but it has its own independent board. It's uh, the Well Church Planning Network. Uh, that's guiding that process for us now. It's a it's an exciting sort of exciting bend in the road for us as we we approach that vision. And and John, what's the website for that network if someone wants to check it out and learn more about the ministry of the well? Yeah, it's at wellchurchnetwork.com. Okay, pretty easy enough. Wellchurchnetwork.com. Well, let me ask you guys one more question. Uh, our our too. John knows that when I say one more, there's usually not one more. There's usually more after that. But uh, let me let me ask you one question. Um, uh, this question: What would you like to say to other pastors of other churches, or college pastors of other churches, who might be located in college, a college or university town? They're close to that campus. Um, uh, how would you challenge them? What would you encourage them to think about when it comes to expanding their vision to reach this this generation uh, with the gospel? Well, let me let me speak to that first of all from the standpoint of a of a senior pastor, lead pastor of a of a, of a long standing community church here in our in our city. Um, I would say this is this is a vision worth pursuing. Go after the university campus in your context. Uh, my friend Michael Catt has long said that the next generation will be won by those who want them the most. And the university campus is not only, it, it is one of the greatest mission fields that God has given us uh, because, as you said a minute ago, the the, the future leaders of our nation are right now being shaped and molded on those university campuses. So it's an incredible mission field. What we've discovered is it's not only an incredible mission field, but it is one of the greatest places that we find future leaders in the church. We've seen that when college students are captured by the heart of Christ for the world, uh, they will they will sell, I mean, they will sell out to it and they will pursue 
the gospel and the glory of God uh, with all of their heart. They're they're fierce about their faith once Christ captures their imagination. And so it's not only it's not only the greatest mission, one of the greatest mission fields in the country. It's also one of the greatest uh, places we have to find future Christian leaders uh, if we can capture them while they're in college and and train them. And at the I think, you know, John alluded to this earlier. We tend to think about the fact that college students don't bring a whole lot to the table. They don't give back a whole lot. I think what we have found is that's true on a number of levels. The way that they give back is going to look drastically different um, in a lot of ways. Um, but they, the way they, they give back is, is in some ways of strategic health for the life of our churches. Uh, I think there's no greater sending in engine for a, a local church than a collegiate ministry. Uh, I think that, that college ministry um, will radically change your church's sending capacity, um, not just in summer missions opportunities, not just in short-term opportunities, but even in long-term opportunities. If, if we don't see college students graduating and leaving our cities as a loss, but instead if we're leveraging their time with us so that we are launching them into the world as missionaries where the Lord wants to take them, it radically changes the way we view that ministry in, uh, in the first in the first place. Mm. And to that end, Alan, is there a, a a personal story of a college student that comes to your mind that you can share where um, uh, they uh, they they come contact again with the gospel, but when they leave their leave the college uh, and graduate, uh, they're more than simply a college graduate. They're a, they're a Christian on mission with Christ. So yeah, I've got a couple of those. I want to share. I'll share one. Uh, there's a, a girl named Montana who we met here uh, shortly after we launched the Well Church Florence. Uh, Montana was invited to church. Uh, she was not a believer. She was invited to church by her uh, chemistry lab partner. Uh, she she came to church, uh, saw another girl that she knew from another class. Uh, that girl named Evie invited her to go get ice cream after after church. Evie just um, in natural conversation shared her her story of salvation with Montana. Uh, Montana was gripped, uh, understanding her need for the gospel and that she didn't have what Evie had. And gave her life to Christ in her dorm that night. Uh, we baptized Montana. She became one of our, our best leaders over the course of the next three years she was here. Um, she served in summer missions uh, where the Lord just gripped her heart for uh, other folks that are walking uh, on university campuses like her, just without without even knowing that they have a need for Christ. Uh, and now she's one of our adult leaders uh, at the Well Church in Huntsville. She's got a job in the city. She's serving faithfully. She's investing and engaging um, in discipleship, discipling relationships with other uh, ladies uh, that that need investment over there. She's down into like the fourth and fifth generation of discipling relationships now over there where the Lord just radically gripped her heart uh, with the gospel here. Uh, and now we get the, we get the unbelievable honor of uh, continuing to serve alongside her over in, in Huntsville. Boy, that is so exciting. And in stories just like these that um, I'm sure are constant encouragers and reminders to, to you, Alan, and you too, John, that, that, that this work is important. 
and and this life counts and the opportunity to take advantage of what God gives to us and serving him and leading others to Christ is invaluable and um, more so than we can even begin to get our minds wrapped around in, uh, in, in on this side of heaven. Uh, well, guys, this has been such a great time together. Thank you so much, but we, we are really out of time this time, and I want to thank you for reminding us that college ministry is not a thing of the past. It's something that we should be rethinking and refocusing on as the local church. And, and John and Alan, again, thank you for joining us today here on Star City. And I want to do it again uh, before too long because I'm sure there'll be a lot of great new stories coming out of the well ministry in the future. Thank you for having us, Brian. We've enjoyed it very much. We're glad to be able to connect and uh, to tell this story. Yeah, it's huge honor. Really appreciate it, Ryan. Well, thank you so much, Alan. Thank you, John. And that website address again for anyone who wants to check out the Well Ministry, wellchurchnetwork.com, all one word, just put together. So friends, thank you for joining us today here on the Star City Podcast. Please tell someone else about us and invite them to listen in on timely news stories each week about life, work, family, and faith. I'm Brian Smith, hoping that you'll live the rest of your life by His grace and always for His glory.